Ken Hayes. Today's guest is the Executive Director of Cleantech Open, the oldest and largest business accelerator for cleantech and climate tech startups. Founded in 2005, it works with over 100 companies per year, consisting of about 250 entrepreneurs. Ken will share insights about his work and his superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show, where we empower you. Ken, welcome. Uh, so glad to have you. It's just a, a thrill to connect. Devin, thank you for the opportunity. It's uh, I was excited to to get your outreach and 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 give a chance to tell about uh, Clean Tech Open and and my story. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you are doing truly amazing work. Uh, tell us about this. I mean, you've helped. Am I getting this right? Over a thousand companies. Thousands Absolutely. of entrepreneurs, right, yeah. uh, over the years. Uh, and it's been going since about 2005. Tell us about this amazing Clean Tech Open. Well, yes, Clean Tech Open is a business accelerator. And as you say, it started in 2005. I joined the organization in 2017, but it's been going on for quite a while. And we're the oldest and we believe also the largest business accelerator in the clean tech climate space. And it was really founded to serve a need, a gap in the market, which is where you have early stage entrepreneurs who are doing really innovative new technologies that are really meant to improve the world and, and our life in the world through the, through the environment. And then the ability to scale and grow and become commercial successes. It's really tough as an entrepreneur to be in that gap. And Cleantech Open was founded as, a, as an organization which would help those entrepreneurs level up their, their business skills, become better business people, and ultimately create more sustainable businesses. Because if a business is not successful commercially, it won't also be able to succeed in the environmental uh, realm. And uh, so that's really the, the positive mission. In short, we like to say we like to find, fund, and foster really innovative technologies that are going to make the world a better place uh, for all of us to live in. And, and it's a great mission. We have actually over 1,900 companies have gone through Clean Tech Open through the accelerator in these years. We work with about 100 companies a year. We match them to business mentors. So we have over 1,000 volunteers. These are business people that volunteer their time. And so we're one big community and uh, working together to try to help these entrepreneurs become successful. It, it really is a, 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 an amazing uh, thing that you're doing. And, and you start thinking about the, uh, the accumulating impact. Uh, you know, it, I'm sure it could be measured on all kinds of fronts, but uh, the carbon uh, emissions reduced by the technologies you've backed has got to be just be beginning to compound almost on a daily basis as technology scale grow and spread, right? Yeah, I think the way, but you know, it's if you talk to experts in the field, it's very, very challenging to actually uh, to measure you know, carbon reduction, carbon sequestration, these, a lot of those technologies still after a number of years are, are still in very early stages in terms of, of really affecting the climate at large scale. 
So the way we can, the way we look at clean tech open is we are the primordial swamp of innovation. You think of each one of these entrepreneurs and their startups as, as kind of a, a creature that's bubbling up out of the swamp. We get them onto the log that then gets them to the shore where they can begin to crawl and then walk and then run. So we're working with these companies at the very, very earliest stages. The companies that went through Clean Tech Open 10 years ago are now at significant commercial scale, but it's a long, it's a long hard uh, journey. Uh, we got to be honest uh, for climate and clean tech entrepreneurs. And so we, we try to give them encouragement, but we're also very realistic. We tell them it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Um, it could be easier to make a, some flashy game app uh, that you sell on the Apple store. But these are entrepreneurs that are really dedicated uh, to becoming successful and making the world a better place at the same time. And, and that's what we're trying to support. Yeah. In your last cohort, I, I, let's, let's step back. I think, and tell me how this works, but I think there's an element of competition in each cohort in that some one may receive a recognition or some money and tell us how that works. Sure. So, you know, in, in the early days of Clean Tech Open, it started out as a business plan competition and a pitch competition. And the organizers back then realized that really these entrepreneurs needed more help and assistance than just the opportunity to pitch for a prize. And if you think about a competition, you know, there's often one winner that gets all the money. Well, what about the other 99 companies that, that participated? So the organization kind of transformed over the years where we really emphasize the acceleration phase, which is a four, four to five month process where these entrepreneurs go through. They do workshops. They go through education. They participate in showcasing. They work with their mentors. They're doing mock uh, judging in terms of pitch competitions. So they're really learning how to improve their business. And then we still now have the competition, but that's at the end of the program. So the consequence is we may only have one grand prize winner in the United States, but all the companies who've gone through the program have benefited from four to five months of acceleration. So all of those entrepreneurs are benefiting and whether they're venture necessarily is successful or not, they all have leveled up their skills and will become better entrepreneurs in the future at, in, their next, in their next venture. And so we really transition from having like one winner who gets all the, all the prizes to really making sure every company and entrepreneur going through our program benefits and improves their, their skills and their, their knowledge of the, of the ecosystem, their networking their knowledge of uh, their other professionals, the part, the funders. I mean, we re we're really about building the ecosystem and giving these entrepreneurs a window to the world. Yeah, it's uh, really a great model. Your last winner was uh, Renegade Plastics, right? Can you tell us just a little bit about Renegade? Yeah, so Renegade was founded by a um, longtime entrepreneur in Colorado who's had, who's had a, a number of businesses and um, realized that the plastics they were working with were not, uh, first of all, they were not recyclable or sustainable and um, was looking around for another formulation, found that and has further developed that into, a, into an actual product and market. 
And when they went through Clean Tech Open and then went through the the uh, our competition phase, they ended up as our as our national national winner. And we hope that they they gain a lot of success uh, from that. But in their particular case, it's about finding different formulations of plastics that are uh, both recyclable and can also be created from from uh, past products and ingredients so that we're really creating more of a circular economy. We're not throwing things in the in um, landfill and all, but we're able to recycle and upcycle old products to become new products and be used in, in different ways. Yeah, that is really cool. And, and there were a number of other companies. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to recall. It seems to me that uh, the runner-up was Verde Technologies. Do you, do you, can you tell us anything about Verde? Yeah, you know, well, first of, first of all, I would, I would encourage uh, people to go to our homepage, cleantechopen.org, uh, uh, and they can find descriptions about all of these, uh, all of these companies. So we had, we had about a hundred companies go through the, go through the program, um, this year and they have, they're all doing pretty, pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing things. So let me, um, I don't know if I can share. Can I share a link in the chat here, or is that uh, is that something that uh, you can share later? To yeah, uh, it, it, why don't you just share it with me afterward? We'll add add this into the okay. show notes so that people have that as a reference. Good. Um, I think what I would like to do is have uh, have the have our viewers go to CleanTech Open, see the variety of companies that we have. We have uh, companies across eight categories: energy generation. Uh, energy storage, uh, energy efficiency, um, communica- um, transportation, the built environment, ag water waste, chemicals and advanced materials, and information and communications uh, technologies. So there's a lot of there's a lot of companies to uh, to check out. Yeah, well, it, it really is uh, kind of an exciting. Uh, thing to just take a look as you, as I was browsing, I was doing exactly what you recommend people do, right? Take a look at some of the companies that uh, have gone through the program. And uh, it really is exciting that, you know, they're doing things that uh, I couldn't have imagined. Uh, and uh, so very, very cool stuff. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, the, um, you, you did, uh, you did ask about very, and I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to deny them because they're also a really good company. They actually won the people's choice award as well yeah. as being runner up in a, in our finals. And they worked on, uh, they created a technology to do thin film solar panels that could fit on a roof that are both lighter and don't require, it's more like a film rather than actually um, a, a unit that would be mounted and it has a lot more flexibility in terms of the kinds of uh, buildings it can be installed on. And uh, think of like uh, uh, roofs that might have curvy surfaces or, or things like that. And um, they presented really well because, you know, more and more we're, we're learning about putting solar, uh, solar panels. It's becoming more economical to put solar panels on our, on our homes and buildings, but there's still a long way to go. There's a lot of buildings where traditional panels don't, uh, don't fit. And uh, so a company like that does, uh, you know, is really kind of innovated in making that making that technology come out. 
But like I said, you know, between Renegade Plastics, Verde Technologies, those are great examples. We have many, many more that you can see on our website that are also uh, also uh, growing and 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 looking for uh, for customers, for investors, for partners throughout the throughout the world. Yeah, it really is exciting as I was browsing some of those companies just to see the the cool tech that they're developing and the promise that that portends for a sort of a prosperous, clean future. Uh, you know, I think folks sometimes worry that uh, uh, we can't have nice things in a uh, clean, sustainable future. And, and, you know, these technologies are the evidence that, in fact, there can be a prosperous, comfortable uh, world that is sustainable. Don't you think? Well, yeah. And I think, you know, we've, I think we've all in the last few years become more attuned and aware of the fact that um, um, the, the people in our society who are at most risk or, or, or have to suffer the most from bad environmental um, uh, practices, think of pollution or um, uh, auto pollution, other people that live near highways and things like that in many cases are from underserved communities and have not had the voice or the power in past years to really improve their situations as they do. We all deserve to have, and we all have the right to have fresh air, fresh water, uh, clean, uh, clean air. And, um, you know, so a lot of the companies that are going through clean tech open are targeting these communities in order to improve them, make sure that their technologies are not just for wealthy people or wealthy homes, but can be used in many different situations and can become affordable and available to people of, uh, of all backgrounds and, and all communities. Um, we love, uh, you know, we love that, that that's kind of an added mission in addition to simply making the environment a cleaner, a cleaner place uh, to live. Sure. Ken, you've done some amazing things. Uh, you're a venture capitalist, angel investor. You've been around Silicon Valley for a long time, uh, that community, broadly speaking. And and as as you think about all you've done, what do you see as your superpower? Well, <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure I have enough ego to say I have a. I have a superpower, but I think. You know, when you become, when you get to mid career, um, and you start getting a little older as as I am, you start to realize what you're good at and what you're not as good at. I try to become better at what I'm not as good at, but um, one of the things I've learned is that I work well with entrepreneurs. I've been a five time entrepreneur myself, and uh, but I've also really enjoyed working with other entrepreneurs. And in the last five years or so of my career or actually it started about 10 years ago, I've really wanted to expand the scale of my impact in a, in a positive way. So what I'm good at is starting small companies, getting them to about 20 people and selling them. And I wanted to figure out how could I leverage that skill to help others become successful? You know, when you have your own startup, you're really only impacting yourself and your direct colleagues and all of your eggs are in one basket. As an angel investor, I could become involved with several companies at a time. And, um, but then you're really only investing your own money. And although I've had some success 
I'm not uh, rich by any means. I couldn't invest in as many companies as I wanted to, but I actually um, did get enough means and through partners and others uh, co-founded a VC fund here in Santa Monica, California called Canyon Creek uh, Fund 2. And we we invested in 40 companies in around the 2015 to 2017 era. And so for me, I had the opportunity to kind of impact 40 companies in a fund. Uh, but still, I thought there was an opportunity to do more. And I was approached by the leaders from Cleantech Open to join Cleantech Open. Here it was, wow, we have 100 to 150 companies a year who all of uh, uh, where all those entrepreneurs need to improve their their skill set and their ability to be successful entrepreneurs, and so now I get to work with, and and we require every company to be two people. So now I get to work with anywhere from two hundred to three hundred entrepreneurs a year, all helping them uh, become better entrepreneurs. And so I think if I have any kind of superpower, is perhaps the ability to kind of scale that impact from just focusing on myself or my own startup to really being able to to help these other entrepreneurs. At the end of the day, they're doing the work. They have to be, they're the ones who are be successful. I'm perhaps a bit of a, I'm a catalyst. I'm a sounding board. I can provide lessons from the, from the trenches, from past wars, so to speak. Um, and create the system and a platform that can help these entrepreneurs uh, learn and become better. So for me, it's all about scalability. I would love to get Cleantech open to 500 companies a year. Um, There is a lot of innovation out there. There's a massive need for entrepreneurship and innovation in this space. And uh, I don't know, 500 is a lot to deal with. Uh, even 150 a year is a lot. But, but this is what we're working towards is how to impact more entrepreneurs, give more people the opportunity to become successful. I, I want to be sure to add as well that Cleantech Open is a nonprofit organization. We don't take equity or a stake in the companies for going through the program. We do have we we uh, do give our our national prize as as a, as a safe note, and that does have some equity. But for going through the program, for ninety nine percent of these companies, they do not give up any equity. So we're not out here trying to make ourselves wealthy. We're here to help those entrepreneurs become better entrepreneurs. And there will be investors that will invest in those companies. They are looking to get rich. That's all good. But we're here to really make the world a better place and make these entrepreneurs uh, successful. That's fantastic. As you think about your superpower working with and helping to scale up entrepreneurial businesses, uh, can you think of an example you're particularly proud of when maybe you brag about at cocktail parties or something? You know, that's, um, I mean, there's, there, um, there's a lot of companies I, I, I've interacted with Um and they're not necess- they're not necessarily household names, which is which is you know which is a challenge. I would love to drop like Microsoft or something like that, but uh, yeah. but uh, so uh, uh, so early I was not in 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 those kind in those kinds of journeys. But um, I do ap- uh, appreciate that uh, you know in our venture fund we invested in um, a company called uh, Wear Figs. 
that now this is right. This is before I joined Cleantech Open, but an example for my partner and I, where uh, we invested in a company called Figs. It created um, uh, scrubs, uh, basically hospital attire for nurses and others. And they were they've been uh, on my women. show. Two, oh, great. Yeah. Two women entrepreneurs are fantastic. And we invested in their company er, in the early days and my partner in particular. And we worked with uh, with them to help them grow that company. We were uh, our position was bought out uh, uh, after um, 18 months or so. And then they then went on to ultimately get listed on the New York Stock Exchange. And so, you know, we're really good. And I personally am really good with working in entrepreneurs for a relatively short period during the earliest stages of their of their company. And at the end of the day, these entrepreneurs will take what they've learned and they will they will run with it and they will use their own talents and will will gain all the financial benefits that they deserve uh, be, because of that. Um, another example is working with an entrepreneur who had a, a communications company. And, um, you know, I helped that entrepreneur both with uh, fundraising as well as with uh, being on an advisory board. I sit on a number of advisory boards and in that sense, it become kind of a sparring partner over the years with these entrepreneurs, with these entrepreneurs where both to help them grow the company, but also in terms of how they might uh, might exit the company in Cleantech Open. We're uh, we're working with entrepreneurs at the at the earliest stage. So the kinds of um, interaction we have that I have with these entrepreneurs is about how to do customer discovery, how to create a business model, how to create a financial model, how to build a team, um, how to grow. And so we have a lot of stories uh, from entrepreneurs that 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 talk about how they positively benefited from those lessons. And and every entrepreneur will get a different. Will get a different take out of out of their participation. For some, they might be very technical founders, but not have much understanding about building a team or how to do a financial model. For others, they're really good at marketing, but they need their technology needs to do technical val- you know needs technical validation. And so, you know, my superpower is in creating the 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 playground and the structure where these entrepreneurs can do that learning they can get connected to the right kinds of mentors they can get introduced to the right partners that will help them grow uh, and and ultimately become successful uh, so it's a I, I think in some respects I've become a I've become a little bit like a maybe like a like a high school principal in the sense that I have now I have hundreds and hundreds of students. And and I work I work with as many of them as I can, but they're all doing very, very exciting things. And and I I get a chance to see how they succeed. We actually on our website, we actually created a hashtag on social media called hashtag CTO alumni success. And you can see some of these stories about how entrepreneurs are impacted uh, as they go on to raise investment rounds, as they sell their company or they go public. And I can I can hardly even keep up with with the stories. So we actually created a hashtag as our own, so that we we can actually at a moment's notice go to the web uh, on Twitter or LinkedIn primarily and see uh, what kinds of success stories the entrepreneurs are are uh, are creating for themselves and for the rest of us. Yeah, that, that, that's great. That's great. I'll, I'll be sure to check that out, uh, Ken. As you. Uh think about the fundamental elements of, you know, helping entrepreneurs scale and be successful. Superpower of yours. 
how would you coach other people? You probably do this, right? With with your mentors, you probably are coaching them on how to help entrepreneurs. What are the things you teach people to be better support to entrepreneurs? I think for, um, I've been an adjunct instructor in the National Science Foundation's i program uh, for several years. And that was a, um, a program that um, used a, a, a technique of, um, of being, you know, challenging and tough on entrepreneurs in terms of telling them how it really is, uh, but yet having a very high empathy and making sure the entrepreneur knows that you as the mentor really, truly, or an instructor really, truly care about how that entrepreneur does. So, you know, we all know about basketball coaches that, you know, throw the furniture and, and the kind of the tough love style. This is not that. This is being honest, but also uh, with very high empathy. It's called radical candor. I would really recommend anyone in your audience to, to read up on what on radical candor. But that is what I have learned in terms of advising and teaching mentors how to be a good mentor to an entrepreneur is, is this attitude of be real, tell them how it really is, um, don't sugarcoat it because you're not really doing them any favors, but do it from a place of sincerity and, and empathy and not just because you're a jerk, because we've all dealt with those people and there's not really, that's not sustainable. And that's not really the way any of us want want to work or be treated. So, you know, we, I try to treat everybody with high level of respect, empathy, and I, you know, really want them to succeed. I think the second thing um, I teach, and I say this to the entrepreneurs in particular, is it's not how smart you are as an entrepreneur, it's how fast you learn. So, you know, we all think that you have to be a genius or the maybe the conventional wisdom is you have to be a genius to be an entrepreneur. But in this day and age where things happen very quickly and the pace of business, the pace of technological development is very quick, the really it's those who learn fastest are the ones that are um, uh, going to be successful. There's another business technique called fail fast. I don't like that word because it connotes failure. And like, who wants to fail fast? Like, I don't want to keep failing. I would, I'd rather use the term learn fast, which means you're, you're testing, you're trying out new ideas. Maybe you're doing iterative campaigns, but the whole point is to learn as fast as possible about what's going to work, whether it's a, trying to discover a customer segment, trying to discover uh, um, how a technology is going to get adopted. It's all about learning that as quickly as possible and ideally based on, on evidence. So I don't like fail fast. I like learn fast. And maybe I should go write a book about that, or maybe somebody has. But they, these are <laughs> lessons that I've learned in a 30-year career that um, that that work. and that uh, that truly treat people with uh, with empathy and respect and and sincerity and and I think that's the way I, I guide my my work and um, and I, I believe it works in the end so we'll yeah, see that's great well Ken thank you so much for sharing those insights and thank you for your time today uh, I'm excited to share this with our audience uh, th there's so much wisdom here and the, the work you're doing is so exciting. 
Before we wrap up, would you just take a minute and tell people how they can learn more? I, I, I want you to be thoughtful. Include you know some coaching on how you might apply to be in the next cohort if you're an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, maybe tell people how they can learn how to become a mentor or to invest in the companies you're seeing. Uh, and then, of course, just how to follow you on social media, where to track you down, and and then if, when, and how people can reach out to you personally. Sure. So, you know, regarding Clean Tech Open, um, we do our recruiting for both entrepreneurs and mentors in the in the January to April time frame. So, for those that are listening, uh, you know, in that time. We're looking for companies and we're looking for business mentors that would be interested to work with entrepreneurs, either on an ongoing multi-week basis or uh, to participate in business clinics. Maybe you're a financial advisor or you're a marketing whiz or, you know, whatever your function is um, or your expert experience, even, and especially if you have a general business background, um, it doesn't even have to be within the climate or clean tech sectors. We would love to have you join Clean Tech, Clean Tech Open. And as I mentioned earlier, we have about a thousand mentors, and in any given year, there's about 350 that participate in the program, and we really appreciate that. If they go to our website, cleantechopen.org, uh, you'll see they can see information uh, both if they're an entrepreneur and have uh, and want to join the accelerator, or if they're a mentor. Or if they just want to get involved in other ways as a volunteer in the organization, we're a very grassroots driven organization. Um, and even if they're an investor, we do investor showcases for these entrepreneurs where um, startups can pitch to investors. And we organize those events a couple times a year. So we are also looking for investors. So we have a whole community. I will mention, uh, and this is a shameless plug, we are sponsored by uh, uh, corporations that have that are donating through philanthropic uh, donations uh, to support clean tech, uh, clean tech Open. Wells Fargo Foundation is our largest premier sponsor nationally. Um, Breakthrough Energy Ventures with their Breakthrough Energy Fellows Program is a new sponsor here in uh, 2023. So we appreciate the support from the companies and or and organizations that do support clean tech open. Fantastic. So and um, <laughs> that's a lot to cover, and I appreciate you covering all those bases. Uh, and, yeah, and as the, far as uh, reaching out to you, yeah. So you know, people can follow me on uh, on LinkedIn if they look for Ken Hayes or Clean Tech Open. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Ken Hayes LA for Los Angeles, which is where I'm sitting uh, right now and grew up. And uh, so LinkedIn and Twitter are really the, the primary channels that, the, that I work in. They can find CleanTech open on, on both of those, uh, both of those uh, channels as well. And um, so not hard to find and would be, be happy to speak to entrepreneurs, mentors, investors in, uh, in the space. Fantastic. Well, Ken, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in the great work you're doing to address uh, climate and environmental problems with technology. Devin, thank you. It's been a, been a pleasure. I really appreciate the, the, the chance to talk to you and your, and your audience. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. 
twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.